If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. When you are conscious, when you're practicing awareness, the holidays become a really special time to go deeper, to expand even more into peace, generosity, service, and love. It doesn't have to be a time where it's super stressful. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to our podcast, Sacred Space. At Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, we talk about how to integrate spiritual and intuitive living into real-life modern world. I'm Christina Wooten, Certified Psychic Medium, and I'm here today with Robert Wooten, who is a Certified Reiki Master Teacher. Well, hello there. So the next couple of months, we're coming into holiday season, and that can be a really beautiful, wonderful time of gratitude and service and love and joy and excitement and celebrating life. And it can also be a time that brings up stress and feeling a little bit overcommitted, feeling overwhelmed, and where certain things get on the back burner because they're not, you know, drawing our attention or they're not, you know, 911 kind of issues. 
And sometimes that can become our spiritual practice. And so what I wanted for us to talk about today is how to continue with your spiritual practice so that you don't lose your momentum over the next couple of months and then have to like reboot, (laughs) restart, recharge, and, you know, feel like you've lost some ground. The thing is with vibration, with spiritual discipline and practice, it's not something we can just shove on the shelf and then be able to stay in that vibration because of the work that you did, you know, months ago. It's something that requires renewal and a fresh commitment and uh, experience where on a daily basis, we're creating that intention for inner peace, creating that intention for higher life experience, and we're aligning our energy with that desired outcome. Even if it's only 10 minutes a day, everybody's practice is different. So yours could be sitting down talking to your guides for 10 minutes a day. It could be, you know, making sure you're doing your yoga practice for an hour every day. It could be making sure that you are offering your service on a daily basis. I don't, don't know what your individual spiritual practice happens to be. So it could kind of run the gamut. But if it's important to you, it's important to your alignment. It's important for what works for you. And in these times of where things can be a little bit more stressful, where it can be, we can go into overwhelm, we need those practices even more than ever to make sure that we're centered, to make sure that we're clear, that we're not in unconscious behaviors, especially when you get around family, which, you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving now, coming up later on in the holidays, whatever you happen to celebrate in your tradition. And a lot of times that involves families getting together. Well, a lot of our soul healing happens in family groups. And so there can be a lot of stuff that comes up around that. Holidays, there's opportunities where family comes in town, which is a whole different, you know, dynamic. There's distractions. People want to, sometimes, depending on your family, you want to get together. I think there's a natural sense of celebration as we come into the close of the year. And there's also a sense of desire to reflect also that if we get over busy, if we overcommit, if we're not, you know, taking a little bit of a pause for balance, we might miss that opportunity for reflection. And it's like, you know, there's all kinds of shiny, fun things that happen around. So I think that it's very easy to see how you want to soak up the life that's in a holiday. And you can maintain this part of yourself that brings your true presence, that brings your true essence into the holidays as well. And that's what we're talking about is real world, how to do that. What does it look like? How do you kind of fit it in when maybe it feels like it doesn't fit in or you don't have time or, you know, your energy is committed in so many places. The last thing you want to do is do one more single thing, even if you know it's something that you really love and is going to help you and support you. I want us to talk about the eight ways to maintain your spiritual momentum over the holidays. But before we get there, I want to talk about mindset. And one of the blocks that can be present that can be very defeating is all or nothing thinking. But all or nothing thinking applies to everything. Let's think about it like a diet. I'm on a diet. I'm on a, you know, strict 
calorie count or whatever it happens to be. And one day I'm like, you know what? I've been really good. I've been doing really great. I'm going to have this cookie. I'm going to have this delicious cookie. Well, and say that's at lunchtime. Dinner time rolls around and you're thinking, well, I've kind of already, I already had the cookie earlier today. So I might as well like enjoy the, you know, rest of the desserts. I just go to the buffet and just because I've already done the cookie thing right. Well, then the next day rolls around. It's like that whole day was off track. So if I'm a little bit off track today, like we'll just lump it all together. And before you know it, it's either like I'm on it really strict or I'm totally off the wagon and feeling, you know, uncomfortable or, you know, guilty or, you know, down in myself. When instead, if we can maintain that, you know, not black and white thinking, that not, you know, it has to be all or nothing, that very extremist perspective and acknowledge that there are ebbs and flows. There are going to be days where even with the very best of intentions and the best efforts at the end of the day, the things that were important to you, some of them aren't going to get done. And that is reality. You know, we cannot control everything. We can control our response to that. So I want to put that into the perspective of when we talk about spiritual discipline and practice, don't throw it all out because one day you didn't do your practice and then maybe the next day you didn't do your practice and then you're like, well, I'm totally off the wagon, so whatever. (laughs) I'll get back to it in a couple of months is to maintain that ability to, in the moment, I'm renewing my commitment to my own sense of peace and well-being and centeredness. Yeah, it's the middle way, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's not the far, you know, extremist version of deprivation punishment for, you know, any infraction. And it's not the other way, which is completely not doing anything and doing only what you want and fulfilling all of your whatever desires you have. It's in the middle. It's that Buddha talked about the middle way, right? And that's what he was talking about. He was leaning into the understanding that he tried both of those things. He tried the ascetic and sitting and not eating and not feeding himself. And he almost died because of it. And then he went the other way and he understood the other way of you know, fulfilling all of your desires and eating whatever foods you wanted whenever you wanted and not really even thinking anything about your spiritual needs. And then he found that it was more in balance in the middle. And it is more about incorporating a fine degree of your spiritual discipline to guide your life, but yet also understanding that you're human and you have other human needs. And so you will naturally give to them occasionally. So it's a, it's a balance of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the wisdom to, for us, you know, as our takeaway in how to approach the holiday season with a sense of balance, with a sense of, of grace, but also uh, encouragement to maintain the practice, whatever it is that you're doing. So let's talk about the eight ways to maintain your spiritual momentum over the holiday. And the first one is obviously number one for a reason. It's about adapt. Adapt your practice. Sometimes that may look like you need shorter sessions than you normally would take. Sometimes it is changing your time. When we're talking about holidays, it's very difficult to connect on a spiritual level if you have alcohol in your system. So if you're going to meet with your guides on a holiday where you might imbibe some other forms of spirits, then you might do it in the morning time instead of in the evening time if that's normally when you try and connect. So making some adjustments there to accommodate and also to help make things a little bit less stressful for you. So if there's ways you can make it easier, that question of how can I make this easier? Think about that as a way to adapt. 
Number two is to make a commitment to your practice in a way that requires you to be more accountable. So that experience that makes you more accountable, you know, show up to that sound healing session. That's a group sound healing session. Uh, Make sure that you sign up for the meditation class or join a meditation group or a meetup group that's going to give you some responsibility. (laughs) Okay, so Uh, Make time in your life in other areas. So we talked about in episode 20 really in detail uh, about reclaiming your time. So if you need more time in your daily life to carve out special connection time and make sure that you're slowing down, make sure that you're being in balance and having that space for peace and interconnection, then I really encourage you to listen to that episode, episode 20, Reclaiming Your Time. But if you are more efficient and organized and focused in certain areas that might soak up your time, it buys back a little bit of time. So I I mentioned in that episode, I believe, that when I've been in really busy periods for work, I have ordered uh, Vistro, which is like a pre-made meal for myself. So that way I knew I was sticking with my diet for a health perspective. And also I knew that I wasn't soaking up that time when I really needed it. So it's like it bought back an hour sometimes, sometimes two, so that I could focus in areas where I really wanted to. So for number four, Marie Kondo, your calendar. (laughs) So if you saw Marie Kondo's work or are familiar with it, I want you to think about as you're accepting things over the next couple of months, does this bring me joy? And truly make your commitment from that feeling of internal resonance and spark of joy versus obligation or tradition. Just because you've done this many, many times in the past doesn't mean that it's right for your energy right now, and it doesn't mean it's where you are. And if you don't do it one time, doesn't mean you won't do it next time. So be present with the types of commitments that you're making and ensure that you feel that excitement and you feel that internal resonance. And by excitement, I'm talking about the excitement that we talked about in this podcast, where it's about learning to recognize your resonance. And in true middle way fashion, I think that when you are looking at Marie Condoing your calendar and you have an obligation to go visit a relative or go spend some time with someone that maybe thinking about it doesn't bring you so much joy because you're thinking of perhaps the obligation or the stress. I think that, the, you know, either don't do it, which is the extreme version of it, force yourself to do it, even if you hate it, is the other version of that. But maybe the middle way is to say, where can I find joy in this? What in this can I do that'll help bring me joy? And maybe that is if you have an ice cream after you're done, or if you go to a park or something and meditate for 20 minutes before you get there. Find something in there that will also bring you joy, even if you're committed to doing something that maybe on the outset may not seem like it's going to bring you joy. Even if in the moment you made the commitment, it felt right for you, it felt resonant for you, the time comes, it creeps up, and you feel this is really is not fitting. This is not where I want to be right now. This is I'm feeling the energy drain. I'm having to force myself to do something. Give yourself permission to be in the moment to change your plans, change your commitments. It's you are in control and it's safe for you to do that. Um, But I do love your perspective of trying to find joy in, in those things that necessarily can't change. Maybe you're signed up for work that day and you can't call out. So you have to go, where am I going to find joy in this? So I appreciate that perspective too. 
Number five is incorporate mindfulness. And I love mindfulness because it's all about getting into observing and just experiencing every aspect of life. It's really a grounding practice. It's helping you to be very present in your senses, to be very present in as the witness in life of what's happening, what's going on. And I love this in this context because you can do mindfulness anywhere. You can sit down and eat and do mindfulness. I can be doing this podcast and be in a mindfulness mode as well. You can truly do anything with a mindfulness focus. And there's nothing more centering and clearing. And it's a form of meditation that doesn't involve you having to be still with eyes closed. And so it's perfect for incorporating into these times where you are busy. You have to go to the grocery store, be mindful in the grocery store, be intentional in the grocery store. You're cooking be mindful as you're cooking. So incorporate that as an additional spiritual practice if you aren't doing it already, and that can add in a little extra support too. One of the ways you can add mindfulness into that is say, for instance, you're sitting in a group of family and they're all talking and you're thinking about like, well, I got to leave in 10 minutes to go do something else, or I need to be out of here by this certain amount of time. Well, that's going to cause you to be out of the moment while you're listening and engaging in these conversations and you'll be disconnected from that. That will take some of the joy out of it because you'll be constantly thinking about this time or that time or whatever and you're not being mindful. To become mindful, you can set a small alarm, if put it in vibrate mode if you want to, forget about the time after that and become present in the moment of where you are and what you're doing. If you're cooking, you know, take in all of the senses of what you're, um, what you're preparing. Uh, smell the food, feel the ingredients as you're putting them in, and listen to the sound of whatever it is you're cooking on the stove as it makes these sounds, and be present in the moment while those things are happening. And again, if you have a time frame that you have to get something else done, set another alarm that will remind you to come back into that moment whenever you are ready to do the next thing. So by being in present and mindful in those moments, you will feel more engaged but yet also less stressed because you're not worried about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing so much. I love that alarm. I think I'm going to incorporate that too because there's a part of your brain that gets occupied in the like, okay, what time is it? I got to got to be aware. I got to be observant because this thing is going to happen. It's like dominoes. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that consideration of, hey, set the alarm, let go, be here now. You can choose nice pleasant sounding alarms. It doesn't have to be some loud air siren sounding thing. It can be something very pleasant that's a little ding maybe. They just remind you that you need to go do this other thing. And once you have that set, you can sort of let it go and not worry about it. Number six is to decorate or refresh your meditation space, your yoga spot, your connect with your spirit guides place, your sacred spot, if you've got a meditation spot outside, wherever it is that's your place where you go to connect, refresh it, give it a little bit of a seasonal feel, add some flowers, you know, change the crystals around, move things and shift it so that it has a fresh energy that you change with the seasons, which I think is always helpful to, you know, be in the flow of the environment. And it just gives you a little something extra to be excited about and appreciate. And it feels a little fun when it's fresh. Number seven, create a reminder of why it is that you are doing what you're doing. And just repeat it to yourself so that you don't forget in the moment that these things are really helpful for you, that they have dividends that are paying off in your life. Make sure that you're celebrating and acknowledging 
wow, I feel so much more centered today because I started with an intention. I feel really focused and positive today because I've been regularly doing my gratitude list. I feel really clear because I've been doing my journaling. Give yourself that feedback over and over and make sure it's nice and crystal clear for you why so that when you're in periods of, I don't want to get out my journal, <laughs> like I just don't need one more thing to do, you can focus on the reward rather than the process. Um, and the truth is, once you actually start your meditation, start your gratitude list, start your journaling, it's really generally pleasurable. Once we're in that space, when we're feeling a little more connected, most of the time that is the case. So sometimes it's just like, just sit your butt down. Our last one, number eight, is to... If you need to, set up a new year reward for yourself. So determine what your goal is. If your goal is five times a week, you're going to follow through with your practice, create a little checklist, pull that off and start marking. And then when you've reached the date that you need to reach, so you've gotten through the holiday season and you have been able to do that, then reward yourself with whatever it is that you've chosen. Sometimes we need something tangible to work towards. And that doesn't mean, you know, the intangible rewards aren't beneficial and that we don't see that in our lives. But sometimes we just need something a little fresh, a little fun, a little extra motivating in times where things are heavier or, you know, there's more obligations. So set up a reward for yourself. Set up a system of accountability so that you can be excited about your one step closer every time you do this to whatever it is, make sure you name that so that that's what you're excited about. For final thoughts, I just wanted to reflect on that when you are conscious, when you're practicing awareness, the holidays become a really special time to go deeper, to expand even more into peace, generosity, service, and love. The holidays become opportunities to celebrate life, to celebrate community, whether that's the family you're born into, the community that you've chosen, the community that you live in. It reminds us to be present with our heart and to share that with others. And these are beautiful qualities about the holidays. It doesn't have to be a time where it's super stressful. Make sure that you're checking in with yourself this season and check in on a daily basis. How are you feeling? What's your energy like? Do you need a little extra you time? Do you need a little extra spiritual self-care? And make sure you give that to yourself. If you feel overcommitted, one, remind yourself that you are in charge of your schedule on a fundamental level. You have more power than you realize. And if you need it, utilize it Make the changes that you need in order to expand your energy, to protect your energy, and to be the best version of yourself wherever it is that you need to be in that particular moment. So give your very best by being present with what it is that you need. And the holidays will be a much more positive, joyful, beautiful experience. I've had some of my best meditations that I still remember to this day on holidays. A lot of people, I think, you know, and I've been this way before, it's like, oh, God, I don't have time for that. 
but I rearranged my schedule so that I do it in the morning. So that way it's, this is my time for that. And it always starts everything off. And I truly experience the spirit of the holiday, the energy that's there. And that is incredible and very rewarding. So don't miss these opportunities to give to yourself in this particular time. There is a way. And thanks for all of you for joining us today, for shining your light out into the world. I'd invite you to join our mailing list, SedonaMedium.com forward slash mailing list. Over the next month, we're going to be giving you information to help support you in making some of your plans for the next year. We're going to be talking about energy, lots of fun, exciting things that are happening for our mailing list. So we encourage you to be there and join with us at SedonaMedium.com forward slash mailing list. So I'm sending out love and many blessings to all of you. Namaste. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Medium.com.